Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. New thinking, new possibilities. Wow, did anyone see where April went? Welcome to a brand new month of AutoLine Daily. A few weeks ago, leaks out of Ford confirmed that Mark Fields would soon become the new CEO, and today, it's official. Earlier this morning, Ford announced that Alan Mulally will step down as CEO July 1st. And in other Ford news, the company just started production of its new transit commercial van in Kansas City, Missouri. Ford plans to sell the transit alongside the E-Series, but the new van will eventually replace it. Ford's all smiles right now, but we hear there were a lot of headaches getting that transit launched. LED lighting is taking the automotive industry by storm. Even the experts are stunned by how fast it's catching on. Back in late 2011, lighting experts were polled on what kind of headlamps would be used in cars by 2020. As you can see from this chart, they predicted that LED lamps, represented by the yellow piece of the pie chart, would only achieve 5% market penetration. But just a few months ago, they were asked their opinions again. And what a change! Now they see LED headlamps taking 40% of the market by 2020. That's a huge change in less than three years' time. So what's driving the growth? Despite the fact that LED headlamps are very expensive, they provide designers with a lot more styling freedom. And companies like Audi, for example, are using LED lamps as part of their brand image. Recently, we've been ranking the automakers by how many vehicles they sell and by the amount of revenue that they generate. Today, we want to rank them by profitability because in some cases, the results are completely unexpected. Toyota tops the list. We expect it to post about a $19 billion net profit for its latest fiscal year. The Volkswagen Group is next, but far behind Toyota, with a net profit just under $13 billion. And Hyundai Kia are hot on VW's heels, with Daimler not that far behind either. Then there's a big drop-off to Ford, with BMW barely behind it. Another big drop brings us to Renault-Nissan, and then shockingly, General Motors, and then Fiat Chrysler rounds out the list. When it comes to racing, General Motors is putting its money where its mouth is. GM just broke ground on its new $200 million performance and racing center. It will replace the engine facility that GM had in Wixom, Michigan, and it'll design and develop engines for the Chevrolet and Cadillac racing teams. A portion of the building will also house an electric motor lab and gear center. The gears will be used primarily in future transmissions, while the motor lab will produce prototype electric motors and validate the manufacturing process for them. Whoa! Does this mean GM might be headed into the Formula E series? Or is it interested in getting into Formula One and needs to develop a Kerr system? Or are these just going to be new motors for the Volt and ELR? We need to learn more about this. You know, I thought we were the first ones to come up with the name AutoLine. But recently, a viewer came over to our studios with this rusty old sign that had the AutoLine oil name on it. After some research, I found out that the oil was specifically adapted to Ford's Model T. 
The company that made it started out with the name William C. Robinson and Son in Baltimore in 1901. They later changed the name to the Autoline Oil Company, which incorporated in 1924. But that's not when the Autoline name was trademarked. And so I thought this would make a great trivia question for you, our viewers. So do some research. When was the Autoline name first trademarked? Leave the answer in the comments section of our website or shoot us an email. Send it to viewer mail at autoline.tv. We'll pick a winner at random and send you this nice leather strapped watch we got from Toyota on a Tundra Media event. Hey, coming up next, it's time for it. You said it. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. John LK says, I see Leaf customers get free charging. I thought all those charging stations were free. So do you have to pay for a charge at these things? And do they charge by the hour? Well, that's easy to answer. No and yes. No, not all those charging stations are for free. And yes, you do have to pay based on the number of kilowatts that you stuff into the batteries. Allie's dad is upset by GM hiding behind bankruptcy laws and forming a new GM. Don't they give a rat's uh, that people were injured because of their cover-up just to save a few bucks? Yeah, I can tell you they are deeply concerned and deeply bothered that people were hurt or killed in their cars. But you have to remember that the old GM, or Motors Liquidation as it's called, has already settled all kinds of liability lawsuits. So I think it's highly unlikely that the courts will now allow new litigants to sue the new GM when those other people could not. That would be a legal mess that I don't think the courts will want to open. Chevrolet announcing it will sell the tracks in the American market generated a number of comments, but Phil says, I remember hearing on Autoline a couple of years ago when the tracks first came to Canada, but not the U.S., that the reason given by Mark Royce as to why it wasn't going to be sold in the U.S. was that it wasn't of sufficient quality. So what happened? Did they improve the quality of the tracks that much or did GM relax its standards? Or was the reason Mr. Royce gave a load of baloney in the first place? Nah, Mark's a straight shooter. I think the real answer is that no one thought a B-segment crossover would sell well in the U.S. market. Almost by definition, B-segment cars are cheap and buzzy. But as automakers continue to refine them, they're appealing to more and more people, even in the American market. Marshall wants to know, why are automakers still trying to push, sell CVT transmissions? Every car magazine I read and every video review I see state the CVT sucks and is a big buzzing drone machine that grates on the nerves endlessly. In this day of six, seven, and even nine speed auto transmissions, is it time to dump the CVT? Well, you're reading the enthusiast magazines, which are written for hardcore enthusiasts. But for the 90% of car buyers who are not enthusiasts, I can tell you, CVTs deliver significantly better fuel economy than traditional automatics or dual clutch transmissions. If you get a chance, try driving the Honda Accord with a CVT. It's pretty dang good. You know, I think it's pretty easy to predict we're going to see a lot more CVTs from a lot more manufacturers in the near future. The Reverend Christopher Perez wrote in to say, Hello, John. 
I've been watching your AutoLine daily for some time now. Recently, I noticed a change in your program. I see that there tends to be quality news followed by an ad, then a lengthy clip that has very little value followed by a thanks. I've been stopping the video right after the quality news to skip the second ad and clip because of this. I've been wanting to say this for some time now. Well, Reverend, you might not like the second half of our show, but a lot of people sure do. For example, we recently had John Kraftcheck explaining the difficulty that chief engineers go through in trying to keep track of engineering changes. We had Ralph Schulz explaining what's happening with the sales of the Viper. We had Vistion show us the future of dashboard design and Red Bull explaining the latest Formula One technology. Now, that's not hard news, but it's very valuable information. So we're going to keep on doing it. But you know, just occurred to me, if you don't watch the second half of the show, you're even missing this. Oh well, can't win them all. Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments. They really are fun to get to. And anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and please join us again tomorrow.